Hello and welcome to Women's Football Success. I'm your host, Lynn Marie Liberty Ellington, and we have a good session in store for you today. I'm going to talk about marketing, and depending on how much time I have left, I will get into some more fundraisers. Trying to get my notes here. Here we go. So really, really quick, I'm going to share some info with you guys. So today's episode is 2012 with the Women's Football Success. Real quick, the disclaimer is I am an attorney. I'm licensed to practice law in the state of Arkansas, but I'm not your attorney. So all the information that I provide on the website, on the radio show, text, uh, digital, or print is all business information. It is not legal advice, and it does not create an attorney-client relationship between us. With that being said, if you have a legal issue that you need to reach out to somebody about, um, then you need to contact an attorney that's licensed to practice law in the jurisdiction you need. Um, and that has experience in the type of law that you um, need covered. With that being said, I'm super, super excited. So um, two episodes ago, we, I did what I was thankful for. I, you, I talked about some personal thank yous um, and then also shared with you some uh, WFA thank yous. And then last episode I did, um, I talked about fundraiser opportunities and the sponsorship package. If you want to go on and get the sponsorship package, you go to super small biz and then supersmallbiz.com and then there is a little tab there for women's football. Click on women's football and then you will scroll to free resources. Scroll down, pick a free resource. It's going to be the sample corporate sponsorship package. Put in your email address and that will send you a copy of the free resource. So let's see what's going on. I want to talk with you. Let me see. I'm going to do kind of go around the horn on women's football right now. Um, everybody's really kind of quiet. And the reason why is because it's the holidays. So this is going to air, um, what's today? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So this should air December 11th. And everybody's a little quiet because they're getting ready for the holidays. I know that when um, in Denver is having a signing party this weekend, I believe it's the 14th. Um, so um, I'm going to, I might be able to go to that. I'm not sure. I haven't uh, been able to check my schedule for that, but it would be cool to go to that. Um, let's see here. The Portland, um, Fighting Shockwave just had another tryout on the 7th. That was Saturday. The Rio Grande Heat, um, which is stationed in Albuquerque, New Mexico. That's actually where um, I met my husband. And um, my kids started school and everything. And it looks like, can I say that this is Rio Rancho or Albuquerque? Um, but it's called the Rio Grande Heat. They are having a tryout or sign-ups. December 14th at 7, I'm sorry, at 10 a.m. at Jerry Klein Park in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It says, come dress to work out, meet the team and the coaches. So 
Shout out. I'm so glad they started a team there. That means I don't have to. <laughs> don't tell my husband. Um, let's see here. The Carolina Phoenix put out a notice that they are still accepting players for the 2020 season. You're going to go to thecarolinaphoenix.com. <laughs> I'm just kind of looking through here to see. The Toledo Reign started theirs. Um, they put theirs in a different format. They set up events. So if you're in the Toledo, Ohio area, um, and it looks like they're actually training in Temperance, Michigan, um, there's a practice 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Thursday the 12th, and then there's another one on Thursday, the December 19th, right before Christmas. So if you're interested and in up there in the Toledo, Ohio area, go check it out. <laughs> Let's see here. We've got shout out to the Midwest Mountain Lions, the mwmountainlions.com if you're looking for um, the opportunity to play women's football there. A lot of teams are just kind of, um, they've held a lot of their tryouts, they're kind of coming to a close on tryouts, but if you're still looking for a team and you're just uh, weren't able to make it out to a tryout, there you go. Now the, let's see here. I'm trying to watch this video real quick to see what team this is. Hmm, I don't want to do that. So just going through here, checking any more um, announcements. It looks like um, Coach Anthony Stone put out a drill manual series. Uh, which is really cool because he's been a part of women's football for quite a long time. And let's see here. <laughs> that is it as far as I can see. Coming up, we had the Western um, Connecticut Hawks had a mandatory meeting on the 7th. And let's see who's this. Louisiana... The Louisiana Bayou Storm Surge is having their football practices Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And that's 18 and older. Now, please note, you guys, they have to be 18 by April. So if they're still 17 right now, um, you might be able to get them. But any of those senior girls, any of those college um, athletes, Go ahead and get on to LouisianaBayouStormSurge.com. And with that being said, that's all I have here in tackle football. You guys know that the official Women's Caribbean Bowl um, just happened last weekend. And we've had several, uh, I've been so busy, busy these last few weeks. In fact, I don't know if you listened to my last um, show, but we, um, I've been a little bit behind because I have so many things going on with podcasts and YouTube and um, regular work and other businesses. Um, so I try to get 
these out on a schedule and I got um, a little bit behind, but now we are back on track and I'm super, super excited. Um, I really have a good schedule. So I figured I would share some of my scheduling with you guys and see um, what we can do to help the women's football teams really get organized and set up for the, the coming weeks and months with regards to social media. So I'm gonna talk to you about a few things. I will be working on my computer as I do this because it helps me to talk about the different features and the different functions um, that we use on our women's football um, social media and our other business social media. So, sorry, I'm gonna open up my second soda so I don't have to open it later in the thing. Okay. With that being said, I'm gonna to talk to you guys about social media. And, um, you know, some of the teams have been around a long time and they, in the beginning of women's football, they didn't have to do, well, in the beginning of their time in women's football, they didn't have to have social media and it was kind of difficult to use. A lot of people weren't using it at the time, but I really, really, really want to encourage teams and players to use social media and, but you need to be using it in a different way than what you're using it now. So I'm going to share this with you because I really want to promote the teams getting more players, the teams getting more um, coaches involved with them, and also getting more um, social recognition and, and getting the word out there. You know, in Dallas, um, you know, we still hear people that haven't heard of women's football and women's football has been in Dallas for years. Um, and we go to other locations and then we like, I've never heard of women's football. And we all know because of the history of women's football that it's been around for decades. So if all we do is get more and more people recognizing women's football, um, all the better, right? So I'm going to click on a couple of things here. So if I were to um, recommend what kind of social media or what channels you need to be on right now. Um, the top two would be Instagram and YouTube. Number three would be Facebook. And I don't know that there's a number four. I mean, there's some people on Twitter, but it's not the same type of audience. So I'm gonna share with you guys a couple things and hopefully I can pull this up fast enough to get it. So if I were to talk to you guys about the social media and the importance it is to your um, company, I would share with you that getting as many people to look at your information, the better, right? Now, I know a lot of people don't understand uh, marketing and social media and, but the idea behind it is that you need to build a relationship with a potential purchaser before they actually decide to buy something from you. The more that the product costs or the service costs, the longer you have to build that relationship or create trust between you and that person. So for example, if I sell a thousand dollar service, it might take me communicating with that person or connecting with that person eight or nine or 10 times. 
Whereas if I'm just trying to sell them maybe a, a $5 ticket or maybe a $10 t-shirt, um, they might not need to connect with me even one time. They might need to connect with me one or two times. It all depends on the person, but the idea is, is that you put out the information, especially into the internet, um, so that those people can grab that information when they want it. And you can make those connections as you're sleeping. Now, women's football is a little different because it's really a small market. A lot of people don't know about it. So the idea is to get more people to know about it. There are so many people that are on this, I'll call it baby stage. So they're, they're an infant when it comes to knowing about you and your women's football team. So I want to approach this as a team and as a player. You know, a lot of times players, we talk about getting paid to play or getting a team to where it's a, a profitable um, business. In order to do that, you have to make a certain amount of money, right? You have to have revenue coming in. And that revenue has to be higher than your expenses going out to create that revenue. So in order to do that, you need to make sales. And women's football is very, very tricky. We have very limited number of times to make sales. Depending on your team, um, you may be, have four home games. Um, depending on your team, you may sell merchandise. Depending on your team, you might be able to sell concession stand. You might do some fundraisers. So depending on your team, you will have between four and let's say 15 opportunities in a season or in a year to make money as a team. Same thing for a player because a lot of times that player, um, the, the time that they have to be able to communicate with people about being a football player is still probably the four to 15 times per year. But really it's all about how many times you create as a player or as a team. If you ultimately don't do anything else but go to the four home games, then you are limiting yourself to those four opportunities to raise funds. I hope that makes sense to everybody. So the idea or the goal behind marketing is to get your brand or product, if you wanna call it a brand, that's fine. Um, we can touch on brand also, but um, you wanna get your product, which for players, it's the player, for the team, it's the team, for the game. Um, so you wanna get your name and your information out to as many potential people as possible because those are potential people that are gonna come watch you play a game. Those are potential people that might buy a t-shirt or a jersey that has your name on it. The more you do that as a player, the more you are going to benefit from like player sponsorships. The less you participate in that, the more you're going to have to pay to play as opposed to get money from others. So with that being said, the team has to do some social media things, tasks, activities, but so does each of the players. I recommend that um, the team put a post out at least every three to four days. Some teams don't, some teams put a post out once a month. Some teams put a post out three times a day. I recommend that basically you wanna do it 
every two days, every three days during the off season. And then as we build into the season, you can do it more. But ideally, you're just wanting people to be able to see that things are still active on your Facebook page or your Instagram or your YouTube, whatever. Now, YouTube is a little bit different. It's, it's going to be video based. So a lot of people have a hard time uh, with videos, you know, creating the videos, um, editing the videos, setting up a, a thumbnail. Um, all those different things. So it gets to be very time consuming. Now, Instagram, it's typically a picture. Um, it can be a video. Um, but the big thing about Instagram is the hashtags and people like to see the pictures quickly. They like to see a lot. Facebook, um, people have been doing it for a while now. So a lot of the older crowd is actually more relaxed and, and more okay with working Facebook. But ultimately, what you need to understand about all these social medias and not really YouTube, but Instagram and Facebook. So let's just do an example. On Facebook, you have your timeline. So it scrolls up. So as people say you have 500 friends, as a friend posts something on Facebook, your timeline is scrolling. So if it's 8 p.m. and 30 of your friends put something different on Facebook, then you might have to scroll back two or three or four scrolls or pages to see what they wrote at six o'clock, right? But there's gonna be at some point, if you haven't been on Facebook since say one o'clock this afternoon, you're not gonna scroll back 25 pages to get back to one o'clock p.m. You're just gonna miss those posts. So Facebook is very, um, not tricky, but you wanna make sure that you're putting your posts on there at the times when people are looking at Facebook and or at a frequency to where people are getting your posts on their timeline. So if you post at one o'clock and they don't see it till nine o'clock, they might not ever see it. So you need to be very strategic about whether anybody's even seeing your posts, okay? There's gonna be some people that look at every single post you put out there. There's gonna be some that don't, especially new people. Like I said, the infants, the babies that are just getting to know you, they might not even, they won't scroll back four or five pages to look at something you posted. Instagram, you put the picture up there and it typically stays in their timeline as well. Um, but depending on how many friends you have, same thing. It, it might scroll, you might have to scroll a long time if you have a lot of people posting things that day, especially around holidays and stuff where people are going out to parties and, and they can, you know, post a lot of stuff, you might never see a post somebody's put on there. Okay, so with that being said, I'm gonna share with you what you need to do as a team and as a player. If you are a player and you're wanting to to have women's football be a business for you. And I'm gonna share with you guys on the Women's Football Success Facebook group. I'm gonna to put together um, like the five best reasons or the five reasons you want to be a paid player. And uh, I'm gonna put that out there starting this next week. So I'm excited about that. And uh, I wanna share with you guys some tips as to why this is so important for you guys. But you want to be letting people know that you are a female football player. Whether they're able to come to a game or not, 
you want them to buy your jersey, you want them to come uh, support you, maybe give you a player sponsorship, maybe even shout out to their friends and family that they have a football player in the family or their friend is a football player. Just because they can't come to the game or they don't like women's football does not mean that they can't share your information. Because you don't know, somebody's friend of a friend of a friend might send you a $50 player sponsorship. Thank you very much, right? So let's talk about it from a team standpoint. From a team standpoint, if you have, let's just say you have 35 players and each of those players shares information about the team and that they're on the team. And then each of those shares again, you're hitting over a million people every time all of those people share. The more times you hit a million people, the more women's football is going to grow, okay? The more women's football is going to grow. Okay, with that being said, I think that one of the most important things to do is to set up a social media, social media calendar. Now this is included in all my business planning action plans. This is included in um, what I set up for social media for uh, women's football success, what's set up for um, super small biz. I even do this for Liberty Ellington Law and Mediation. We do this for all of our businesses and we have a social media um, calendar. Now there's times when you can't get to it all. It's just too much. And um, like, for example, I um, went to hire two people this last week. I interviewed five. This was about three weeks ago. I interviewed five people. That takes time. I decided on two people. That takes time. And then two of them didn't show up. None of them sh showed up. So I had to start all over again. Not to mention that I was sick. Now my grandson's sick this week. Um, so sometimes everything doesn't get done that you want to get done. But with that being said, if you have a calendar, you know where you can pick back up and get going and move on again, right? So with regards to women's football, now you can use Google calendars if you're really into the online um, approach. Um, I recommend two things. I have several calendars. So I have paper. I then have a, a three ring binder calendar. And then I also have it on my phone. And then I also have it on Google Calendar. The reason why is you never know when you're going to drop your phone in the toilet and you're not going to fish it out. Well, some some of you guys might fish it out. I will not. I'm not fishing mine out. But you never know when the computer is going to go totally blank. I had that happen um, just a couple weeks ago. Um, and every once in a while, the iPhone, um, AT&T iPhone, there's some glitch that you put something on your phone calendar and it's not there. And it's super important that your calendars work. So I have it in four places because you never know when you're going to need it and it's not going to be there. So those are all different options. You don't have to use them all. Some people are hell bent on the, um, you know, the little organizers that you can put all the stickers and all that cool stuff in. Um, others just want to do it all digital. That's fine too. So I recommend you guys doing that. And you're gonna want, wanna set up your calendar and plan this out like two months in advance, at least a month in advance, sometimes two months in advance. Um, some people are kind of crazy and they do a whole year, like me. Um, but 
I start out with a master plan and I use different social media things for different parts of my business. So I don't do like, for example, I don't know. Let's see. Christmas Day. So let's say, for example, I, I did a social media for Christmas Day. I don't do a social media for Christmas Day for all of my businesses. I'll do one or two of my businesses. And then I might do New Year's Eve for one or two of my businesses. Or I might do um, Christmas Eve or the first day of winter or something like that. So I rotate it through because I just don't have time to do all those posts. And we all know that as a female football player, as a female football team owner and staff member, you have multiple things going on. Typically, you're going to have one or two other jobs. So you cannot post to your team page and your personal page all the time. I do recommend that if you are going to post and you are going to use this your personal social media to show that you are a female football player, that the um, social media needs to reflect that. So if you're doing a lot of F-bomb stuff and then you're saying that you're an advocate for children, um, or if you are, um, you know, just not creating a cohesive brand is what it would be called, um, then you may want to look back at that. Um, we, I've had some situations, and, and I'll just name a few, but we've had some where people want to promote, you know, helping out the homeless, um, or they want to promote... Um, I don't know, against cancer, you know, fund, funds for cancer or something like that, or even um, promote something that has to do with kids and then they're wearing their jersey on the front page of their Facebook with um, no pants on, something like that. So if, that, if that's the um, audience that you're going to and the team allows you to go to that audience, then that should be known and that should be um, branded into your social media pages. So if you are catering to children, then every one of your social media uh, components should show that. And there should be no question as to what you're doing. Okay, so you're gonna wanna, what did somebody, somebody did something. Hold on. <laughs> oh, you know what, I wanted to be there. Um, sometimes I get these dings and people want to, um, nothing's coming up. Okay. Um, so I have to leave those to the side until I'm done with the show. Um, with that being said, you guys are going to want to set up your calendar. And um, I tried to provide people with a social media calendar, um, but it's difficult because if I provide you with a social media calendar and, and everybody sticks to that calendar, then everybody's putting the same stuff out every week, right? So I really want to make sure that doesn't happen. So if I put out there Christmas Day and everybody posts something on Christmas Day, it's going to look weird if all 65 teams um, do that. So I want to kind of give you an idea of how to set up your template or set up your calendar of social media. I start out with holidays. So like, for example, um, you can go online and you can find some different holidays or use your uh, calendar that you have. Um, but for example, I was just talking about uh, first day of winter, Hanukkah begins, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve. 
Um, these are things that you're going to want to put on your calendar. Now, if it is a holiday that you don't particularly want to celebrate or you don't really want to do any social media that day, don't put it on there. And that's kind of why I had a hard time. I made the social media calendar for everybody, but I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I just can't put on every single holiday. If you go online, there some of these, some days, there's four holidays on the same day or four um, themes on the same day. There's peanut butter day and brownie day and all this different stuff. If you like brownies, then that's your day and you need to talk about something on that day. Um, but you want to, at this point, we're mid-December, you're going to want to be looking at all of January and planning out what holidays you want to put on there. If you have any friends' birthdays that you want to share or any kind of um, things coming up at work or maybe some recognition that you're getting this, this week or next week, um, put it out there. Um, for example, one of the things that I did the other day, I was speaking, I was doing a speaking engagement at an area college, and so I, and it was on business and business law, so I put that on my legal um, website, and I put that on my biz website, so that people that follow me there could actually go to um, the, the event, the seminar, it wasn't a seminar, it was Ask the Expert, so um, there was a bunch of different experts, there was an accountant and a bank there and me and um, social media guy um, but they're able to connect with me there if they want to and it gives me content to show them what's going on so after you do December you'd want to get into January you might even want to get into February that's up to you um, I have printed out the whole year um, with different things that I want to make sure that I cover because I just, I get off track and I don't know what to do the next week. So I really have to um, stay, stay the course. This year is 2020. Um, it's gonna be a rock solid um, year and I'm excited for it, but in order for it to be the best year ever, I have to do the planning and so do you. So let me see here. When it comes to, hold on. Once you've done the holidays and you've done your personal birthdays, family things, and then you've done any of your recognition or events or appointments, now you can work your appointments into your social media. How is that? So say for example, for me, say on um, Friday, I'm getting ready to meet with, um, I'm getting ready to consult with a woman that's wanting to open up a business that does nutritional, um, food and smoothies um, at a storefront. So I'm doing some research on this um, to help her with it, but I can then use that as some sort of social content, whether that be um, on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. Um, it doesn't have to be on all three, but if I want to, I can use that content. That can be anything from a picture of the storefront that she's opening, that could be um, five questions to ask before opening a nutrition shop. It could be a variety of different things, but the idea is not to overwhelm yourself with this social media component, but to continue to be in the eye of your potential, um, potential customers. And then 
one more tip on that. Um, it's very important that the things that you do be genuine and meaningful to you. Because if, if it's not something that you love doing, um, it's not going to shine through your work. So for example, if you really, if you really don't have that accent, but you keep using that accent, at some point you're gonna forget to use it and people are gonna look at you um, as a fraud or a fake and, and not want to um, trust you and buy products from you. So um, once you've got all that done, then start filling it in. For example, if you love to read, um, you might want to fill in uh, that you're gonna share some comments about a book that you're reading or do a book review. Um, there might be some things that you have to do like um, different outfits that you're wearing to work. If you got a new scarf or you got some new earrings, you might wanna post a picture of the, those on there um, just so that people can get to know you as a person, as a, as a football player and as a female. All this goes towards helping you to be recognized um, for your craft, for your skills, and potentially becoming that paid player. I hope this has helped you guys with regards to social media. Now, ultimately, you can put anything you want on your calendar. If you are wanting to communicate more than the recommended amount, um, I know, like, what is that? Um, some of the, you can go on, hold on, you can go on here. Let me see here. Um, hold on, let me see if I can find something real quick. There are some ways that you can find out like how often you should post on certain types of social media. Hold on. There's some little info infographics. How often should I post? So let me pull this up. I just want to see what this says because. Um, so this is for the go-getters. Okay, this is for, and this is not business specific. So this isn't just for cleaning businesses or just for cake decorators or anything. This says that if you're on Facebook, you should post one to three times per day. On Instagram, one to two posts per day. Twitter, three to five tweets per day. Now, of course, on YouTube, um, there would be no way to do multiple videos per day. But with that being said, that kind of gives you an idea of what you can do on there. Um, different ideas for content, you know, especially like... Um, there's a ton of places where you can get different themes. You can um, post something inspiring, post something educational, tell a story with your photo, um, show something behind the scenes, uh, post an offer or promote something, ask a question. Um, there's a variety of different ways that you can connect on social media that isn't just football, 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 or once a week. So this allows you to fill in some of those days and post something. I hope this has been helpful. I'm going to kind of parlay this into um, some of the stuff I'm going to have on Women's Football Success Facebook group, but I'm going to share with you. 
probably going to be about five to seven tips as to why you want to become a paid female football player and the benefits of that. Because a lot of people I don't think are really understanding um, the benefits. Like the, you know, I think people think, oh, well, then I won't have to pay for pay to play and I won't have to pay for travel. But the benefits are exponential. They, they multiply. So I'm going to share with you guys a, a little bit about that. Um, over the next week or so, and then um, maybe hold a class or something on how to get you guys all paid to play. You guys have a great week. Um, I hope that you guys have a, a safe um, couple weeks because everybody's going to be out shopping and out at the malls and stuff. So please be safe and um, keep exercising. Keep getting ready for the beginning of the season. You can reach me on Super Small Biz. You can reach me at Women's Football Success or on my personal um, email and stuff. You guys have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.